Hi, and welcome to another Happenin' Hang here at Judd's Napa Valley Show. Today's guests are a couple of monstrous musicians who I greatly admire, Katice Buckingham and Ann Howder. They're based down in Los Angeles, where they're part of the jazz scene and beyond, and they've got some great stories to tell, some wonderful experiences in the world of music, film, and I know you're going to enjoy hearing what they've got to say. Why are they on the Napa Valley Show? Well, because they're they're buddies of mine, and they were in Napa Valley, and they spend a lot of time here, and they seem to draw quite a bit of inspiration from our surrounding local beauty, including is our wine. Speaking of which, come visit me at my family's winery, Judd's Hill, at the south end of the Silverado Trail. You gotta excuse my raspy voice, it's a bit of allergy season here in Napa Valley, so I'd love to see you at the winery. Visiting information is at www.juddshill.com. And while you're there, you can not only find out how to visit us, but you can look around, you can see our funny videos, you can check out some cool wine-related poetry, get some food and wine pairing recipes, and of course you can put some wine in your shopping cart. And as a perk for being a Judd's Napa Valley Show listener, type in coupon code JNVS at checkout and get 15% off your entire wine order. If you want a better deal than that, join the Judd's Hill Wine Club. I'll show you a good time, there's no doubt about it. You get to try everything we make, and you'll get a nice price to boot. Thanks very much for listening, and enjoy the show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein! Good morning, Lauren Mole. How are you, sir? Doing good, Judd. Top of the day. Top of the day. What's happening? Well, I'm, I'm so far I'm doing great as a courtesy clerk over here at Napa Raley's. That job's going well for you? Job's going great. You're digging it? I'm digging it. What are some of the highlights so far? Well, I haven't been able to do carts for a while. I've just been doing the, uh, the hourly sweep. Just four times a day. I don't know if I can say this on the air, but I'm working four hours a day at uh, Rayleigh's currently. Sure, why not? People want to come see you. Yeah, sure, yeah. 217 Soskill Avenue. <laughs> That's great. So you're doing that, and you're also doing some great events. I know with Everybody's a Star. We talk about it from time to time, this organization you're involved with. Why don't you give a little, give a little story about it? It's been a while since we really explained what it is they do. Well, Everybody's a Star helps special needs individuals showcase uh, their special talents in broadcast quality uh, music videos. That's very cool. And your video, of course, is right there at everybodystar.org. It is. You want to give folks a little preview? What are they going to see when they see your uh, They're going to see me uh, singing, Michael Buble, I just haven't met you yet. And a fine job you did, too. I did. Yeah. But I can't believe it's already been two years since that video was made. Really? Golly, time's just flying by, Judd. Well, it's timeless. It is. You can go back to it right now, and it's as if the day it was edited together. That's right. <laughs> Wonderful. I don't know if you noticed... At the top of the show. Was anything missing? Uh, Gordon Lustig. Gordon Lustig. That's right. Our musical director here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Usually we hear a little ukulele, a little singing. It's a great song. I love that tune he composed for us. Wasn't there? Wow. We're going to find out why very soon. Okay. So don't despair. Oh, no. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Well... If you care. I'm kidding, of course. Okay, we've got a very exciting show today. Oh, Lots of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to hear some good tunes. We're going to talk some good talk. So why don't we introduce our guests who are sitting here right now? Okay, Judd. On this show, the questions never are moot. Keeping it fun and intriguing so listeners don't mute. 
Today's guests, we did recruit from down south, and they made the commute. So we'll hear them out, and won't give them the boot. Unless this show, they do pollute. With some actions of ill repute. But that won't happen, as they're both a hoot. Also, they're kind of cute. Now with pleasure, we do salute. Two musicians who like to toot. She on horn, and he on flute. It's Ann Hodder and Catisse Buckingham. That's right, Ann. Catisse, hey welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. It's really good to see you too. I've been wanting to have you on the show for some time because I dig your music. You are actually not from Napa Valley, nor do you even live here. Nope. However, <laughs> I'm an admirer, so I'm, I want to have you on. I want to hear your story. We're going to hear some music. But before we even get to the music, let's just talk about your connection to Napa Valley. You seem to spend a lot of time here. You seem to have, when you have free time to get up from L.A., you come straight up to Napa Valley. What, what is it about Napa Valley? Well, it's a big-time destination for us. We love wine. We love the atmosphere. We love the, uh, the, the beauty of the valley. Your lovely cousin Larry is a <laughs> musician friend of mine for over 25 years. And uh, his folks live up here, as you well know. Yeah. And we come up and visit and stay with them and mooch off them and drink their wine. The and, esteemed uh, Steens. The esteemed Steens. Yeah, Dr. Steen's been a guest here a couple times. You mentioned Cousin Larry. This is my, my first cousin I grew up with here in Napa Valley. But that's how I met you guys. Uh, you guys play gigs together. Larry himself is like you, one of these... Um, is it, is it okay if I say monster musician type? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem with. I, that. I hear that bandied about <laughs> down in your circles. But uh, he's a bass player. You on saxophone, flute, Catisse, and on trumpet. I've been really fortunate to meet some really creative, cool musician types, yourselves included. So I'm and excited to have you. Yourself included. That's right, my Kaijin. Wait, are you? Are, am I cool, a monster, or a musician type? All Which, of the no, above. And know. winemakers. You're so. monstrously cool. Monster. Oh, thanks. From you, I'll take that as a great compliment. I appreciate that. Mm. You guys are hip. Let's, okay, so Napa Valley is your place. You come to escape, but you don't escape music. I mean, you guys, I'll bet you brought your instruments with you. You probably play every day, even if you don't have an audience. You Absolutely. seem like those types. Yep, we definitely just practiced right before we drove over here is that right on the way to the studio <laughs> no <laughs> back at the steen's house we both did uh requisite warm-ups and scales and various maintenance to uh keep our our so-called chops yeah. up you got to do that you know what talk is cheap before we talk any longer let's just hear something so folks know who you are shall we do that that sounds great you want to introduce something what do you want to play uh you want to play something off of my last record I got something queued up here. Why don't we do uh, the Spider of the Matrix? All right, so this is the title, not the title, this is the first track off of my last record, uh, title of which is A World to the Wise, and uh, it's kind of a mixture of all the different styles that I love and have been influenced by as a musician, namely jazz and hip-hop and world music, and uh, it's somewhat genre-free, but uh, it's a lot of fun, so I hope you enjoy it. And we're going to hear you on this playing flute. I'll be playing a saxophone on this one, Saxophone. and I wrote, and I'm also doing the kind of the spoken word rap uh, segment as well. Let's give it a shot. I know I'm in tune every day that I can breathe and see through the tangle web we weave in play tricks. The spider in the matrix, I'm told, is what you see is what you get, but that I know. What you get is what you can see without a bond. If you can't find the time in your blindness, I stop. 
Open your eyes and look at the clock. Water becomes calm and still, as long as the promise will. A song will fill the void that I once felt. In tune with the universal attitude, but all of my life it was rhetoric. And just a platitude, you serve up words in big doses. Disappear like a ghost in the mist, and now I know that I was fashioning a new of problems. Fear is a goblin, dissolve them, whatever you call them. A brick in the great wall, a personal fall between the cracks and break and sink in the eight ball. I'm glad I went through it, cause in the end, I learned to discern, stand firm, and a smile again. I know I'm in tune every day that I can breathe and see through the tangled web we've been played tricks. The spider in the matrix, I'm told. As much as he's what you get, but then I told. What you get is what you can see without a blind mode. If you can't find the time, maybe blind as I start. Open your eyes and look at the clock. Calm and still, as long as the promise will. A song will fill the void that I once felt. In tune with the universal attitude, but all of my life it was rhetoric. And just a platitude, you serve up words in big doses. Disappear like a ghost in the mist, and now I know that I was fashioning a new problems. Fear is a god. Dissolve them, whatever you call them. A brick in the great wall, a personal fall between the cracks and break and sink in the eight ball. I'm glad I went through it, cause in the end, I learned to discern, stand firm, and a smile again. I know I'm in tune every day that I can breathe and see through the tangle web with even play tricks. The spider in the matrix, I'm told, is what you see is what you get, but then I know. What you get is what you can see without a blindfold. If you can't find the time in your blind as I saw, open your eyes and look at the clock.
Yeah, man. Thank that's you. A, that's our guest, Katis. Off your disc, A World to the Wise, the track, The Spider of the Matrix. Tell me about that. But that is, that is, that's out there, man. That is cool. Thanks, man. You know what I found out listening to, to some of your music and some of these cats that I've met that you play with, um, go out to see, like, if I just let the music happen, I love it. I'm, I, it just takes me to another place. If I start thinking about it, right. my head hurts. Uh, <laughs> you know, how many time signatures were in there? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it, it can be it can be daunting if you're trying to actively listen too much. But if you just like you said, let's let it flow and uh, just sort of appreciate what you know in the spirit that it was created. I'm definitely not trying to make music that sounds difficult. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the stops and goes that you hear in the rhythm section, the bass and drums and whatnot through there, is mainly because I sort of sculpted it or arranged it around the vocal. And that's one of the problems that I have with some modern hip-hop and rap stuff, is that it doesn't feel like it's arranged that much around the vocal. Hmm. It's just sort of a straight groove, and then the vocal, even if it's really innovative and really cool, just seems like it's sort of on top of it. And it doesn't seem like a real fusion. So I'm really, truly trying to fuse jazz and hip hop together, so they're you know really intertwined, and that's what I'm trying to do with that tune there. Yeah, it's good stuff. I I have that playing often. You know, people Thank come you. over, we're sitting and have some drinks. Definitely pop that in. Thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. How do you learn that kind of stuff? Is your background music? Did you did you come from a musical family? Did you have to go study music? Both. Where does that come from? Both. All of the above. My parents were both musicians, kind of folk musicians. They came out of, uh, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Mamas and the Papas, and Simon and Garfunkel. That was a lot of stuff that was being played when I grew up. And my mom, I was raised by my mom. She was a terrific songwriter, and she was oh, yeah? she had a big influence on me uh, as a musician, oh, as a lyricist, and as uh, as a melody writer as well. Wow, that's wonderful, man, to have that kind of inspiration from from within the family. Absolutely. Very cool. She, she wrote beautiful stuff. She sounded like Joni Mitchell bunch of different awesome and did she ever uh, record anything did she? she did she never got anything really released commercially but yeah. yeah she 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 recorded some stuff with a few groups of hers so you have some stuff to i do i have a few things yeah oh, that's great and, and a few of her songs i rec- uh rather i've performed uh, live with my group and wonderful ann hotter here has sung them beautifully and i plan to record them in the future oh i look forward to that now and you've also a fantastic musician, trumpet player, and vocalist. And you two perform together, yes, correct? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We are the horn section, so... We are, we are the horn section. So you two come together. If somebody needs a horn section, yes. or you do your own thing. Absolutely. Definitely. He plays a bunch of different instruments, you know, sax, or tenor sax, alto sax, soprano sax, flute, and alto flute. And I just play trumpet, but he always finds a way to kind of meld the sounds together. And it always is really fun to play phrases with him. He's good. The two of you are good. Should we uh, Should we do it? I think, I don't know, the way you said that, I think this is just the natural segue. Okay, great. We've got, uh, we've got a surprise here for everyone at Judd's Napa Valley Show. As you remember, Lauren, what was missing at the top of the hour? Gordon Lustig. Gordon Lustig, our Judd's Napa Valley Show theme song. Well, have I got a surprise for you, sir. Okay. Are you ready for this? Lay it on me, Judd. These two folks sitting right here, the amazing, monstrous musicians, Katice Buckingham and Hodder, they actually recorded a version of this theme song, which we will use from time to time on the show, but we're going to debut it at this very moment. Hold on to your hats. You ready? You want to give this any intro? 
Well, uh, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. If you have something you want to say, I don't uh, want to give too much away. Our dear friend Juddy says, uh, why don't you do a version of our theme song and I'll hook you up with some wine? And I said, well, twist my arm. <laughs> we'll work for wine. And we'll work for wine. So uh, it took us a little bit of time to, to finally sit down and do it. But we, we sat down and we started messing around with a couple little horn lines. We took the really fun original version and kind of put it in. Uh, not to get too technical, the relative minor key, so it sounds a little darker, and a, uh, darker rather, and a little funkier. And uh, we, uh, most of the rhythm on here is actually done with the mouth, like a beatbox kind of. Uh, you're a beatboxer. So when you hear that, that's actually kind of an organic beat created with the mouth rather than programmed on a keyboard. And then we played. Uh, she played trumpet. I played saxophone. Uh, she sang it, and then I wrote a little rap around it, uh, kind of wine-centric rap. So this is our version of Judd's Napa Valley Show theme. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio you may be that intriguing person on Dad's Napa Valley Show. Pardon me. I'll have a Chardonnay, a marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. Easy-o, You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a Cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man Juddy and learn something new. Wow, we that was great. <laughs> There's Thanks, you, Lauren. There, yeah, Lauren. So from time to time, that's going to be playing at the top of the show. What do you think? I love it. Isn't that great? You're a bit of a beatboxer yourself, so uh, a little bit. We'll nice. send you into the studio and do a little version of that. Well, we'll see. Heck I, yes. What nice. Was that, what was that on the? Um, was that during the musical, uh, the Holiday Bonanza show? Were you doing a little beatboxing on that one? Uh, I think it was. I think I think we we're doing some uh, holiday tunes, and you were getting underneath that with a little. Beatbox, nice, Lauren. Want to give us any? Or we'll move on. We'll we'll save the beatboxing. We've already had a little beatboxing. Fostering some malicious beats. Oh, malicious, <laughs> Lauren, malicious. Hey Never malicious, just malicious, <laughs> malicious. Never, ma- yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> so you're saying musical family, but what what was it in? Well, both of you, Anne, are you also from a musical family? Um, yeah, my dad played most rhythm section instruments, focusing on keyboard and upright bass. Yeah. And he was really into progressive rock when he was growing up in the 70s. All right. So this odd meter uh, type stuff, that's just part of your growing up. It's totally. part of your nature. It's so awesome. Because you fit right in. I've, I've looked at some YouTube videos of the two of you playing. I think, where is that? Down at the Baked Potato? Or? Baked Potato in uh, North Hollywood, yeah. uh, Studio City, part of L.A. Yeah, great jazz club. There's some mm-hmm. clips of you guys playing there. and. Again, you know, if I tried to dance to that stuff, I'd be sunk. But if you just sit down and listen, it's incredible. Nice. There's a lot of people who are musical. You know, they can play music, love playing music. But uh, not a lot of folks decide, like, that's for me. That's the career path I'm taking. I'm just dedicating myself. What were either of your inspirations? What, what, what to you said, this is my path in life? Well, you know, I jumped around with a few different majors in college because I, start, I started out with music, and I knew that I wanted to play music always but I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that as a career and I'm still pretty young right now so you know I'm still trying to learn and 
figure out what to do, but I think I've decided that it's what I want to do. And those other things that I was trying to do, you know, as a backup or something to fall back on didn't really seem to be anything that I could be passionate about at all in comparison. Well, that's the key word right there, right? Passion. Mm-hmm. Very overused in my business. You read any uh, wine label or something, you see passion. They're passionate about wine. And I'm starting to charge people a nickel every time I read that on a wine label. But to do what you do, you've got to have it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, good yeah, for I'd you. say so. And Katice, how about yourself, man? What was it that said... I'm a musician, so I'm going to be a musician. Well, I started out as a teenager. I was playing music because of my mom, and and, and she had different bands and and groups that I would listen to. But I was also doing acting, and I was doing some stage work and some TV work. And by the time I got toward the end of high school, I realized I don't want to do this anymore, and I just dropped it cold and just went to music school and just started playing music. 24-7. 24-7. Yeah. I never really look back. And one thing I, I say about my mom, one of the greatest things she did for me is actually something that she didn't do. She never, ever made me feel that I couldn't succeed. She Wonderful. never said, well, maybe you should fall back on this. You don't. Maybe you wouldn't be able to do this. I never had any notion that maybe I can't. And I was. she always knew me as a hard worker and super focused. And so that was that. Oh, that's wonderful to have that kind of support and understanding from a, from a parent. I'm sure you give her a lot of credit for that. And there's a track that you have written with... Absolutely, yeah. With with her in mind. Yep. The first verse, uh, the the tune itself is called Love for the Mother, and the first verse is all about her and all uh, mother uh, energy in general, our mothers and mother energy. The second verse, uh, something else that she sort of instilled in me was a love for nature, so that's really about Mother Earth. Mm. Uh, We were born um, up in the woods in Canada when I was a kid and lived on a farm in Maryland, so I was very close to uh, nature. And then the last of the three verses is really about Divine Mother or the vibration of the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. That is another part. She's a very spiritual person. So that's another thing she sort of instilled in me. So the tune itself is called Love for the Mother. All right. Keep that in mind, folks, because we do have to take a quick break. Ill-timed right now, I know, because I want to go right to it. But keep what he just said in mind. We're going to hear that track right after. We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. La, 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 la. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live around the world at KVON.com, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Right on, Lauren Mole. Thank you so much. We've got Katice Buckingham, Ann Hodder, fabulous musicians visiting us from the Los Angeles metropolitan area. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having us. No, it's great. It's great. I know you guys are great lovers of Napa Valley, which is why I wanted to have you in here. Absolutely. Talked a little bit about why you spend a lot of time here, but I just want to keep talking music because I'm such an admirer of what you do, and I'm so beyond honored that you did our theme song. I can't wait to play that more often and more nice. often. It's cool. I love that song that Gordon did, and I now I like to see what people do with it. It's cool. Nice. So before the break, you were telling us about the song that you wrote with Mother's in mind and what mother can mean and including your own mother do you want to give it one brief setup before we get to it pretty much that the idea of mother and mother energy expanding to mother earth and then also divine mother and all the different aspects of you know nurturing energy and love in general and and kind of respect for the mother and for women you don't see that as much in (laughs) hip-hop as one might like to see so that's the vibe of this tune all right man this is love for the mother from your album A World to to the the Wise. wise. 
women age gracefully with visions of youth is the truth falling under the spell don't feel compelled to succumb to the sum of all fears the rest of your life you'll be miserable and single if ever there's a visible wrinkle the physical form won't be torn because it's transient it rode like sandstone make it clone fancy at the moment you rest you've earned the respect statuesque abate the state of visceral fear by the way there's no need to wear purple and hide away the lives you gave us the words that save us nothing can compare to the warmth and compassion shared tender by tantrums and patience when tempers flare we live in your debt and regret can be palpable to stay with the ink crowd the scalpel will cut through the lines and horizon of payment that lines all the guys heads turn but still you forgave man's many transgressions indiscretions Thanks for waiting while we learn the lessons. on her axis alone. The last mother, the vast mother, protects me from annihilation. Like a close friend, she holds me as I float in the ocean and lose contact. Get lost in the mountains and I never want to come back. She's hurt when we assert that the earth is inert. She feels pain, the tears rain in the form of a tropical storm. Before we can form a committee, she'll bury a city. Board up the windows, embrace ourselves, disgrace ourselves and try to retreat. But the fire is lit when you spit where you eat. We breathe the smog that clogs the pores of her beautiful skin. The obesity, three courses of resources, and begin to see the curves to match the urban sprawl. Embrace the cradle, but the cradle will fall under the weight of the winter. And we'll never see spring, and never cease to bring shame to the apostles. She will live on when we are only fossils. of the past in a room and soon they'd have a meeting of the minds but we find if we did the same thing with the followers it's easy they would have a battle till the last man wasn't breathing but there's a man who could see things i wish to be a mahavishnu with you it's true so 
soul rebel nodes were connected at the soul level not just in the temple the church the mosque inside you get lost like i do get beaten mistreated cheated lied to i advise you to hold her close when darkness tries to find you you may call her by a different name but i remind you we come from her and whither we find truth Arcatis, man, that was nice. Thank you. That was nice. You're playing alto flute on that track. That is an alto flute. It's bigger than your average flute. Yeah. And uh, it's actually a really great flute that I have. Um, used to belong to a gentleman named Julius Baker, who was widely considered the greatest flute player who's ever walked the earth. He was the principal flutist for the New York Philharmonic. Oh, wow. And uh, he's a big deal. So and you got his flute. I got his flute. Yep. How's that feel? To it, play it was his great. Flute. Yeah. Every flute player... <laughs> Uh, who plays that instrument hates me because it's so good. They just can't believe how great it plays. Every symphony player, every jazz player, whenever they play my alto flute and give it a give it a toot, um, <laughs> they uh, they can't believe it. There's wow, this is incredible, man. So you're deriving some power from that flute. 1962 Haynes. That's the alto flute? flute. Yep. It's actually quite difficult to play it because you have to use all your toes, like all toe flute. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! Now the ladies two, and gentlemen, Ed Hodder. Speaking of the lyrical worker, man, the two of you are word smiths. I'll tell you, she's very puntastic. This one, as are you, man. You know, you've got a bit of a reputation. Um, if anybody who follows you via <laughs> Facebook knows, yes, and that's I do. True. That's In true. fact, you want to read off a few of your? Here's some of your puns I might have prepared oh, for you. No, you want to. Let's give us some. These are some Catisse originals. This is why they call you the lyrical worker, man. I've been cornered. Okay. okay. So, awesome. Okay, here we go. So if you follow me on Facebook, you have seen a few ditties such as, if you rub some money on your sweater, is that cash smear? Cash smear. Ah. <laughs> oh, These are good ones. I love puns, man. If you They're horrible. Are, if you are doubtful of the existence of creamy nutmeg flavored beverages are you eggnostic <laughs> eggnostic oh. oh. <laughs> this is one of my favorites i'm writing a book about global warming it's called memoirs of a glacier uh oh, yeah. yep. and for you literate last, types this one happened just last night at an indian restaurant at our indian uh, new indian restaurant here in napa valley uh, if at first you don't chug tea, chai, chai again. Oh, that's oh. good. Namaste. Thank you, Johnny. That was Thank great. You. Yeah. That, that was super fun. I look forward to your latest, your latest punnery. <laughs> Those are horrible. Horribly good. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're going back to the flute, though, on that last track. Famous alto flute. And 
I hear that you actually, those solos we were hearing were like one-takers. Those were. I was uh, very adamant about recording all the tracks for this record live in the studio with the rhythm section, albeit in isolation, different booths. But everything you hear, all my solos were put down first take. As a matter of fact, that record, um, there's 11 tracks on the record. 10 of the 11 tracks were recorded in one pass with the whole band with no backup take and much to the chagrin of our engineer who would say, let's do one more for backup. I said, no, that's it. Let's move to the next tune. We just wanted to keep the muse happy and move ahead. Yeah, keep so, it happening. 10 of 11, and there's some really challenging tunes, but the guys knew the stuff really well, and so you're hearing stuff super, super fresh. And super live and in the super moment. Super live and in the moment. That's yep. All my solos, one take, I went down with the rhythm section. No uh, fixing, punching, editing, whatnot. That's very cool. I'm very proud of if that. If anybody wants to pick up these albums, what, Catisse.com? Catisse.com. You can hear more. They're available on iTunes. The record we we're playing from here is called A World to the Wise. And you can also pick up my first record. It's called Lyrical Worker. Yeah, Lyrical Worker. K-A-T-I-S-S-E. K-A-T-I-S-S-E. Yep. Uh, it's just like Matisse, but with a K. Uh -huh. And when folks ask me what my name means, I tell them it means my parents were hippies. <laughs> that's all it means. I love it. Now, jazz flute. Ah. That's something that, you know, you're into. A lot of aficionados are into. And it, it's certainly it's a genre. But I think it really gained some popular notoriety and entered pop culture through the movie Anchorman when it was revealed that Ron Burgundy... Was a jazz the, the flute. The anchor man he himself. some jazz And flute. also, maybe we, let's play that seminal moment where jazz flute entered popular consciousness in this country. Can we play that? You play jazz flute? I dabble. Oh. Would everyone love to hear Ron Burgundy play some jazz flute? Yes! Get on stage now. Okay, Come I guess on. I can play a little ditty. Honestly. I'm Come on! I, Give me a hand. I'm not prepared. I Please. really am not prepared at all. Yes! This is a surprise, I'll tell you. <laughs> Guys, East Harlem Shakedown, E flat. Keep the cymbal splashy, and uh, Jerry, let's take the bass line for a walk. Hold on. I'm not hearing it right. Hold on. We got it now. It's all right. Little ham and eggs coming at you. Hold on, people. Hope you got your griddles. Uh, uh, that's baby making music. That's what that is. Uh. Let's go.
all of us here at KVWN News Center 4. I'm Lord Mole, filling in for Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> right on, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Uh, all right, Woo! so that, that is a memorable scene from the movie Anchorman where Ron Burgundy busts out a little jazz flute. And um, yeah, I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm guessing those who know movie making probably would not be surprised to hear that Will Ferrell was not actually playing the flute during that scene, but someone must have been playing the flute. Do you know who that was, Katiz? I've heard. Oh, tell. Just tell us that you're not a known rumors. No rumors. We no want. Rumors. We want the facts. The facts. Who is played that flute? In that, that was scene? that was me. That was you playing. That was me. Yes. Amazing. <gasps> oh, you yep. did it, man. That was me. Your I'm jazz flute, flute. soloing right yep. there brought jazz flute to the masses. And oddly enough, ten years ago, more than ten years ago, when I went in to do this recording session, I left there. Um, it was an intense recording session because it's such a seminal part of the scene. Uh, it really drives the whole scene. So it had to be right, and it had to match the video really well. But I play on um, different films and recordings all the time. Yeah. So I left there figuring, well, I just did another recording session. Little did I know that it was literally going to be synonymous with jazz flute worldwide <laughs> you're in it it's I like in it. that's like the going to 11 of spinal tap it like is. you did the jazz, jazz flute for flute. anchorman so i assume away. you hadn't seen it so it was will ferrell mimicking what you had done everything he was, was down on video already the and the rhythm section was already on tape everything the only thing to do was the flute oh wow yeah wow and uh, yeah, truth be told, there was another flute player who had put it down before, but they weren't happy with it. So I was actually coming in to kind of pinch hit and uh, and and do it again. You're the one to so go. So the to. pressure was on. <laughs> yep. The extreme moments, which you're into. Yeah, we were in the studio with uh, the composer, a friend of mine, Alex Worman, who's a great composer, and uh, the producer of the movie, Adam McKay was in there sweating a little bit, making like, if this isn't right, this scene is not going to work. And so I first started playing, played a few things, and they were jumping for joy. They were super happy. They knew they had the right sound for the scene. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Extreme. It's extreme. Extreme, extreme flute. Yep. Fluting. And extreme sports. Both of you are pretty into this kind of extreme sports type stuff, aren't you? You get out there. So how do you blow off your steam when you're not blowing into a flute or a trumpet? You're out there mountain biking and... I do. A Anne's giving me a look. Go, She's like, not me. I go me. running. Oh, I, running. Okay. I go running and Katie's mountain bikes, and sometimes I mountain bike, and sometimes she falls. I fall, but it's uh -oh. still okay because it's really fun. <laughs> I try to get her to do it, but I understand that she doesn't want to do it. I totally want to do it. It's just you know, sometimes, sometimes you fall. You but do fall sometimes okay. periodically, but that's part of the fun. Yeah, if you have a bunch of knee pads and stuff. Yeah. Should be fine. Well, you know, kids today with their tattoos and their piercings. I just have scars from mountain bike injuries. That's it. And you're wearing a motorcycle racing. I do. I have a fox shirt on at the moment. Yep. Yeah. Do you do motorcycles too? No, just uh, mountain bikes. Mountain bikes. Human powered. And you really go for it. I, mean, I do. You yeah. get the mountains fact, in those things. Every summer, we'll spend a week up at Mammoth riding the ski resort and taking the uh, chairlift up and bombing down crazy trails. And it's a blast. In foxy attire. In fox attire. Yes. Foxy attire. Mm -hmm. You guys are foxy. That's what you, oh, oh, that fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> okay. I was thinking back to Lauren's introduction, and they're kind of cute. I'm like, yeah, and kind of foxy, too. Foxy, so how about yeah. that? <laughs> wow, you guys, there's there's so many places we could go, but, you know, and we haven't talked too much about what you're doing with the trumpet, and, like, what's your scene? What, what are you into? We've, we've got a little clip we could play of the two of you uh, at the Baked Potato, but I know you get out there. You do a lot of gigs with other bands, too. 
One of my favorites, the Red Elvises. Don't you play with oh, them yeah, pretty often? Yeah, I do. All right. I, I was for a little while. And um, yeah, they were really fun to play with. It was just kind of, you know, silly, crazy party band. Yeah, d- describe their scene. I always dug it when I was down in Los Angeles. Um, well, everybody's just really stoked, you know. And um, I think that it was just kind of a fun way to kind of have fun on stage, but also kind of have a relationship with the audience and just kind of make very it interactive fun. they they kind of have this eastern european vibe right if i recall there's balalaikas and mm-hmm. like, there's like a giant set, orange dorito yeah set the scene if someone goes to one of those shows um, what the red elvises are and then how you fit into that mix well basically he says at the end of every set he normally says the more you drink, the better we sound. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, I think a lot of bands actually say that. But I think that, that I mean, not that they don't already sound great because they have a lot of influences from, you know, Russia and Moldova, right. and um, but they're also really into surf rock and a bunch of different influences. So yeah, they work in a lot of different genres, and that must have been fun for you not to be like stuck in one yeah. pigeonhole for mm-hmm. one of those gigs. But I love listening to all all sorts of different things, you know. I've I've listened to, you know, fusion and progressive rock and more ethereal ethereal indie and a bunch of different genres that have influenced me throughout my life, even before I played any trumpet. Um and I think that it's just important to always be open to things and be ready to bring anything to the table and I'm trying to get better and Katis is awesome. He coaches me and helps me out. I have to jump in there. Anne is an extraordinary musician. She has, she's like Chet Baker. Yeah. She could sing anything she could play. She could play anything she could sing. She's, of all the fantastic, world-famous trumpet players that I've got to play with, people who play with Tower of Power and folks like that, her phrasing and her ability to play lines together is just extraordinary. She's got a most amazing ear. Well, let's give it a little listen. This is you guys at the Baked Potato. A couple there, of clips probably playing some of my tunes. Yep. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Live. Potter on trumpet. Katis, you're back there on the, uh, on the soprano. soprano sax. Yep. Soprano sax. I recorded live at the Baked Potato in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Sounding good. Trades of fours. It looks like a golden clarinet. Yes. It is not. <laughs> oh, the soprano sax. Yes. <laughs> yes. But he summons snakes with it. Yeah, what time does the cobra come out? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, this is the time of the show where I would normally turn to the guests and ask if you go nuts for donuts, but I know the answer already. You guys are really healthful. You watch what you eat. There's no sugar in these bodies here. So no donuts. So I had to think, what other delicious treat that everybody loves to have can I ask you about? Wine. Let's see. Are you, well, wine for sure. <laughs> but today and in this studio, are you happy when you got, got a lot of... So I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Are you stoked 
when you got to lots of matzah? Ah, oh, we've yeah. been mainlining matzah at your at your at your uncle's so, house. Here's some matzah. Um, that's Ooh. a that's a gluten free matzah, by the way, because. Um, why not? It's unleavened. Thank it's, it's, you. It's this, it's this day and age. It's, it's unleavened. Uh, it's unleavened. It's gluten-free, sugar-free. There's really nothing there. But uh, <laughs> while you're checking out this matzah and maybe nibbling a bit of this unleavened delight, what, uh, you know, I need a little, I need a little music. I need a little beat. I need something that goes with this matzah. particular matzah. 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 Gluten-free matzah. Yes, very good. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madeline. That's right. It's everyone's oh. favorite fill-in-the-blank word game. You guys know how this works. Yeah, Mad Lib. Should we play a little something? Yes. What do you All got? right. Let's just get right to it. The first thing I need is, how about a state of being? Um, ebullient. Ebullient. I oh. like that. Nice. All right. Oof. An adjective. It's warm in here. Um, you said it's warm in here, so I'm going to have to go with sweaty because <laughs> I, am, I think we are beginning to slightly feel that way. Sweaty. Sweaty. It gets warm in the studio. Another adjective? Uh, how about tepid? Tepid. Is it hot in here or is it just me? All right. A name of person in room. I think we're going to have to go with Lauren Mole. Lauren Mole, ladies and gentlemen. Lauren Mole. The one, the only. Lauren Mole. Lauren Mole. Name of person in room. Oh, again? I'm going to have to go again with Mr. Lauren F. Mole. <laughs> Lauren F. Mole. Lauren Foster Mole, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Your, your middle initial is F? It's true. Okay. Well, wow. You knew something about Lauren I didn't know. Lauren Look F. at this. Mall. Have you guys... Charles Foster Kane. You guys been seeing each other on the side? Okay. <laughs> Outside of the show. <laughs> Lauren F. Mole. Got it. Yes. A noun. Go ahead, babe. What do you got? Hmm, a bicycle built for two. Oh. Okay. Fancy right pants. Fast I can write that. Bicycle built for two. How about a verb ending in I-N-G? Well, if you take a fall on the bicycle built for two, you might be wiping... Wiping. All right. <laughs> We're done. Off of the ground. Yes. yes, of course. What I did earlier today is I um, went on to Catisse.com and also found a, a little bit about you, Catisse, on the best saxophone website ever.com. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and there's a little bio about uh-huh. our buddy Catisse here that you guys, you and Anne, uh, have just rewritten here via this Mad Lives game. Are you ready to go? Oh, yes. All right. Here it goes. Catisse Buckingham combines heavyweight musicianship with poetry and spoken word to create a flow that often leaves listeners in a state of ebullience. Wow, man. That turned out well for you. Taking on the tenor, alto, and soprano saxophones, flute, alto flute, and ethnic flutes, as well as spoken word, Catisse is one of Los Angeles's most sweaty and tepid musicians. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Nicely done. Not surprisingly to anyone who's heard him play, Catisse's musical resume includes associations with names such as the Yellow Jackets, Prince, Dr. Dre, Herbie Hancock, and Lauren Mole. Lauren Mole. Yeah. Woo. There he is. 
And oh yeah, remember Will Ferrell's classic jazz flute scene in the movie Anchorman? Yep. Lauren F. Mole as well. <laughs> that was him. Foster Mole. Mole. Lauren Foster Mole. That's him. Good. You'll find Katis recording with his own bicycle built for two studded self-titled group, Katis. His latest album is entitled Lyrical Worker. Was this well, actually the latest one now is A World, a World to, to the, the Wise. Wise. So this is a little outdated. It's not called wiping. Okay. <laughs> so his latest album, A World to the Wise, is now available for your purchasing and wiping, wiping. pleasure. Katis Buckingham at Katis, K-I-T-K-A-T-I-S-S-E dot com and Ann Hodder at AnnHodder.com, which is A-N-N-E-H-A-U-T-E-R. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, guys. Thank this you, has been a kick. Super fun. Love the new theme song. Woo-hoo. Play it often we'll and do loud. It. Oh, yes. This is Lauren Bull speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. For another heap of fascinating things to know From witty and intriguing people On Judd's Napa Valley Show No stale script and no rehearsing Live from a Napa studio You may be that intriguing person On Judd's Napa Valley Show Pardon me I'll have a Chardonnay, a marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a Cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man Juddy and learn something new. Play jazz flute? I dabble. <laughs>